Hi, and thanks for tuning in to My Adventures at Home Brewing. I'm Dan Matthews, and come along with me as we talk about things for new home brewers, from gadgets to how we got started to, I don't know, all the mistakes we make along the way. So come along for the ride and have a beer or two along the way. looking for that yeast that can help you attain the best beer possible that you're looking for escarpment laboratories escarpment laboratories are located in guelph ontario and make some of the finest yeasts in canada if you want to make the beer that you want and have consistent results all the time you need to check out escarpment laboratories hey guys dan here have you ever had a problem getting your glass or plastic fermenter clean? Well, I've just been introduced to something that's brand new. Uh, it's called Scrubber Duckies. It's a magnetic scrubber meant for glass or plastic fermenters. All you do is you drop this down inside your fermenter, use the handle, and scrub through the crud that's left over from the crucin. I've seen a lot of things, but this is, seems to be one of the neatest and coolest things out there right now. If you're having a problem getting your plastic or glass fermenter clean, this is something to use. Scrubber duckies. Hey, everybody. Dan once more. It's time to go around the world one more time. Have a beer or two along the way. Thank you again for coming in uh, and listening to us again this week. Uh, so last week we had Matt Petipa from uh, Ottawa Beer Events uh, talk about beer pairings with food. So there was a lot of cool, interesting things. Uh, I think I am going to be taking my own advice and getting a really good uh bourbon barrel aged stout and a charcuterie board and having a good time with that. So this week we have Chris from High Gravity uh, Apparel, or no, Supply Co. Uh, with us this week. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Good. How you doing, Dan? Good, man. So uh, what the, Chris and I are going to talk about this week is because we've got the holidays coming along. Uh, gift ideas for the home brewer or craft beer lover for under a hundred bucks. And we're also going to talk about some beers that we like along the way. Um, so we're going to go with that guys. And please leave me a review. Check out Chris's uh, website too on Facebook, Instagram. I think you have Twitter too and, and whatnot. Show them some love. They got a lot of cool apparel there. I got to say there's some really cool, cool collab of shirts that they have. And yeah, so all's good. So Chris, how did your uh, company come to be? Um, it, it's a kind of funny story, I guess. Um, if you look on, uh, if you look on our website, there's a, there's a, the story so far section. It's one of the links on the bar there. Um, basically it sort of started as, do we even have the shirt? I don't even have one here. Um, one of the shirts that we have, if you go look on the website, we have an, I have an Ontario craft beer t-shirt. So a, a number of years back, um, I thought it'd be something fun to do to, you know, when you go to a, a beer festival, you want to have you know, beer swag to wear. So I ended up designing this uh, Ontario craft beer t-shirt. So I designed myself with my, at the time, super hacky Photoshop illustrator skills. <laughs> and I went down to Toronto Tees and I got a one-off t-shirt printed. All right. So I wore it out to a couple places. Uh, I wore it to uh, a couple of beer and rib festivals, stuff like that. And people could ask me like, where'd you get that shirt? Where can I get one? And I said, oh, it's just, you know, it's just something fun that I did for, you know, mm -hmm. or just for, uh, just for the hell of it. And uh, so it kind of got me, got me thinking about it. And, I, and um, being a big beer person myself, you know, like I'm sure a lot of home brewers, possibly yourself as well, 
kind of those lofty goals of, hey, you know what? I would love to open my own brewery one day. Yeah. How do I fund it? How do I do this? How do I do all that stuff? So initially I started this out just thinking, you know what? I've already got, you know, maybe was it, like 1,200 people on my Instagram account. Maybe I'll make a little shop and see if I can sell some merch and raise money. You know, they'll use the profits and stuff like that to buy more beer equipment, of course. And uh, maybe move me closer to being a professional, you know, opening up my own brewery and stuff like that. So that, that was the lofty dream, of course. So it all sort of started there. I started out with two shirts. Um, one of the shirts is just said beer and tacos on it. I sold, I think, two of them. <laughs> and the, uh, oh, it's I, so I, well I, together, though. <laughs> so well together. It, it, I, had, I had no idea what I was going to do, right? So I mean, it just started with that Ontario Craft Beer shirt, which is still the, one of the best sellers that we have now. Nice. Uh, and, and then eventually just introduced a couple new shirts, and it just sort of uh, it ballooned out of there. Um, my Instagram is a tale every pint. The store was initially called Pint Size Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other things that happened kind of behind the scenes on that that I won't dive into, but, uh, what ended up happening is that Ontario craft beer design that I had done, uh, another, another beer apparel and I'll use them in air quotes company, um, took that, they actually ripped off my design and they were selling it. Hmm. So I got into a little bit of a, of an internet spite, an internet flame war with these guys. And, uh, eventually I convinced them enough to, you know, stop using my designs and, you know, yeah. move on with yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, pivoted and, and then the business kind of became what it is now. So I sort of rebranded it. There you go. Yeah, copyright's a bit of a bitch. So, <laughs> so I, I can contest that because um, in a former life, I had my own photography business. So, and every now and then you, you catch a picture of yours floating around the internet on someone else's page. I'm like, uh, yeah. where did you get this? So I totally understand. So let's dive into, well, actually, Instead of diving into the list right away, let's geek out over some beers first. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so, so what do you got going? Uh, what, what do you want to know? What have I, what have I been brewing or what have I been drinking? It's two different things. Both. Both. Okay. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with the brewing. Uh, right now, I'm just getting prepped for. Uh, well, right now, I, I I just moved to a new house, so I have a I've got three gallons of uh, a saison in the basement. I need to bottle. I was supposed to do it this past weekend, but. Mm-hmm. I got two small kids, so you know, time goes out the window really fast. Yes, uh, I have. <laughs> I've got another size on on deck that I'm gonna I'm gonna re- use a repitch of the same yeast and brew another batch of that. Right. Um, I had a, an order in for some Af- I can't remember the call now. They're, they're an African an African hop that uh, Toronto Brewing had a. a oh, 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 Calypso or Callisto? Callista. Is it Callista? Maybe that's it. There's, there is there's Callista, but that, I think that's German. Then there's also Calypso. I, oh, so, maybe that, I remember it was from Africa. It was a very so it's limited, probably Calypso then. Yeah, it's like a limited run hop. So I was gonna try a, try that uh, an all Calypso based um, uh, beer with the same the same yeast I was using before. So all right. Armstand saison yeast from um, uh, what are they called now? Uh, Escarpment. Yeah, yeah. Richard's a pretty cool dude. So. So yeah, so for on my side, I've got actually I've got <laughs> I've got about what twenty gallons of beer in the basement waiting to go into the kegerator. <laughs> really, that's a good problem. <laughs> so yeah, so I got busy. So I was like, I want to have uh, beer for the winter, and I don't want to have to go out in the cold and freeze my balls off. So <laughs> so I've got a uh, a lemon drop pilsner waiting to be tapped. I made a chocolate espresso uh, oatmeal stout. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm working on an Irish red right now. And I've got carbonating a uh, Schwartz beer. Nice. 
Uh, nice. I just actually picked up some uh, Schwartz beer from um, Reverence Barrel Works. Oh, how have you had it before? I haven't tried it yet. It's they just released it, so I, did, I happen to have a friend that just placed an order. He said, "Hey, I've got some extra beers if you want to trade them." I said, "Yeah, sure." Oh. And I, 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 I'm very big on like traditional styles that are yeah. done in modern ways and stuff. And Reverence makes some great, great uh, beers. So. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big collective arts guy. I, I yeah. love what they do. Uh, one of the beers that, uh, or one of the breweries I, I, t I try to visit whenever I'm down that way is uh, Stone City Ales down yeah. in Kingston. Uh, they make some fantastic beers in that place. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, but here in Ottawa, there's, there are some really cool places. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're into sour beers or not, but small pony barrel works is yes. Sean McVeigh is a genius when it comes to making sour beer. Absolute genius. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of really good sour breweries in the GTA. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, I mean, small pony, I, I've got a couple of their, their bottles in my cellar right now. I think one's a rose, rose hip sour or something like that. Yeah, rose hip hibiscus. That is the one. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That was the first one that hit the LCBO. And by far, in my opinion, it's one of their best ones. Yeah. Uh, th they have another one, which is kefir, lime leaf, and ginger. Awesome. Uh, it's called, I believe it's called Stormfront. And that's, those two are my favorite, favorite ones to get from them. Nice. So, so what do you have uh, other than that? I mean, other than talking brewing beer what do you what do you have you said you had a, a bit of a lineup there uh, yeah i just have some, some stuff that i just sort of procured over the last little bit here um I'll start with one of these guys here so this is have you seen this one yet Chocolate oh I, yeah i just had a bottle of that like i bought that i got last year so <laughs> New one or New one? oh last year yeah yeah so i had a is, it's um, a big big ass bottle of it so. yeah they, they changed the format on it I, i'm not i'm not sold on this completely yet but um, there's a couple beers that I buy every, every winter, like multiple mm -hmm. right now, this is one of them. And I always buy one to age and I buy one to, you know, yeah. try it out. So th this, this particular beer, I've got a four, I, this is now the four, four years in a row. I've got a, all of the city in my basement right now. So okay. I got a nice little vertical going of it. I want to want to try that out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, this is probably one of my favorite ones. It ages impeccably well if you ever got a chance to just hang yeah. on to it. So. Yeah, yeah. So does Winterbeard from Muskoka, the uh, chocolate cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the chocolate cranberry. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like one of my faves for the for the winter. But like I said, I'm a big collective arts geek, and their um, Origins of Darkness series Fantastic, is, yeah. are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the one that the two that I, I when they first came out, the two that I really enjoyed were uh, Donut, Donut Monster, Donut, yeah, and also there had another one that had Wahilo chilies in it. That I thought I can't remember the name of it, but it was so it was so nice, it was so good. And and I have a tendency to go towards the darker beers. I guess that's just me. I'm like, if I'm gonna have a beer, I want the complexities to it. I just don't want to blast yeah. a hops. I want to taste the hop. I want to taste the malt. I want to taste some of the other characteristics come along with it instead of just tasting. Eh, it's a lot of hops. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because I'm very much like, I, I, you know, everyone's kind of like the trend now is everyone's a hop head. Everyone wants to like have hoppy, the hop, most hoppy beers. And everything. I, I think I'm kind of the other way where I love malt. I like really yeah. rich, thick beers, you know? So yeah, that's kind of, I think that's more where my, where my palate is, is geared towards and funky flavors and malt is kind of like what really does it for me. Absolutely. I don't like hoppy, hoppy beers, but that's oh. more what I prefer. Oh, don't get me wrong. I work at uh, a great craft brewery here in Ottawa called Stray Dog. 
and they have some great uh they have a series called what hop wonder where you it's a great pale ale and but then they'll just use one hop in the making of it so you get to know what that hop tastes like and the last one we did was just all sabro which was actually really it was if you're a hop head yeah you get that blast of hop but it's not like a kick in the teeth it's it's there it's nice and it's just then it's gone which is kind of what i like yeah so so and another brewery i guess what's the other brewery i'm thinking of if you can if you get a chance to go over the border and go and get it uh there's a couple of really cool breweries to go to i mean obviously east, east or south <laughs> i'm talking the east coast okay, uh, you're talking like down into vermont so you're looking at the alchemist yep uh you always gotta have heady topper always 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 uh but um then if you go down into into new york um i'm a big garrett oliver fan big 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 i can't can't talk any more highly about this guy beyond belief i mean he's actually taking out time to answer some of my questions uh when i've written them about some beers i was thinking about a guy who takes the time to answer a home brewer in, yeah. in my books it's pretty awesome absolutely yeah yeah and that's they the, make, those things that like i brewing community i think when people do become successful they're always willing to kind of Absolutely. Help others elevate others, right? Yep. Even uh, Stan Horominus has actually been on the show and he's actually been like a wealth of knowledge. The guy's awesome. But um, down in Toronto, I mean, Collective Arts is good. Blood Brothers is another big one for one I can. I haven't had too much from them, but I do know they they have a really good following. Um, So what are your choices for breweries for beers for like uh, other than Flying Monkey? Uh, I'll, I'll shout out the other ones I got here is from my, from my, my new local brewery, Third Moon. And these guys are making oh. a ton of noise right now. If you haven't heard of them, get on the radar. Okay. Um, they're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, if you like really hoppy beers, pastry stouts. Um, they're, di- they're just up the road from me here in Milton, which is amazing. Um, I, know, I know some of the guys that work there pretty well. Uh, really, really good, good dudes. Um, check out, if you go on, on the website on Sundays, they do boxes for shipping across Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're phenomenal. I mean, they've opened up, they're probably the only brewery I can think of. I'm sure there are others um, that they've opened up during the pandemic. And yet without a tap room, without, I don't think they do kegs and stuff like that. They're pretty much just bottles right out yeah. of their, their, their own shop. And they sell out every single week. Yeah, well, that's what we're doing over at Stray Dog. We our tap rooms closed, but we're open for people to come in and and buy cans and all that. And all our kegs, like that we have left over, we're converting them into cans so the beer gets sold and gets drank and enjoyed. Yeah. So yeah, but Milton, I didn't. I see for the life of me, I didn't think you were in Milton. I always thought you were in the GTA because my dad has property down in Milton on the, oh, on okay. the <laughs> down on down on the fifth line. Down yeah, that's in the that's, that's same area that I'm in. Yeah. Oh, th- there you go. There you go. Yeah. All yeah, right. I was, uh, initially, I was in Toronto, and then I was in Toronto for the longest time, and then I was living in Scotland for a number of years, and I came back here, and then we just sort of ended up in Milton. So. Dude, you're in my dream place. What are you doing? You came back from Scotland. Are you nuts? Oh, my wife's from Scotland. My daughter was actually born there, too. So Edinburgh, the Highlands. Yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, well, we were. I was working for a tech company in Edinburgh, so we were living in Falkirk, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just spent the less before the pandemic actually hit. I was in Fife for the month of February, learning how to be a golf caddy. 
Oh, I was I was actually in we were in uh, Glasgow right before the, like right before COVID really exploded. Yep. Um, I actually went around uh, I went around Edinburgh for a day. I, I actually need to put the video out. Actually, that reminds me now. Um, I went around to a bunch of breweries in Edinburgh and I did a little kind of little beer adventure and I documented it and everything like that. But actually, the last ironically the, last, the other beer I had here was from Harveston. Oh, that's my fave. There you go. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you on that one. I found, I actually found the unicorn, the 18. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never seen it on the side. I mean, like there's, there's so many beers that you can get that, I mean, the one, the one thing I, I really love about the British beer, beer scene, especially in, in, in Scotland, is that there's so many barrels around. They throw everything oh, yeah. in the barrels. And like, I don't know, there's, there's a big, bold beers like that, that uh, some of them do escape and they come on our side of the border, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some fantastic breweries that, that make really good recipes that they barrel age everything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a different scene than here. So a buddy of mine, uh, he works at a cooperage. So the guys to make the barrels and all that. So he always gives me a heads up, say, Hey Dan, we're sending a bunch of brand new whiskey barrels over to this brewery. Check them out, check this out. So when you come back, you can go back all stocked up and everything else. So, you know, nice. I, I mean, innocent gun, they make some great stuff. I mean, it's a cool place, but I don't think they're really too open for people coming in off the street. Hey, I was wondering if you offer brewery tours and all that. And they're like, eh, no. Okay. Yeah, they have that, that like restaurant kind of like brewery restaurant house yeah, yeah. Kind of room thing in Edinburgh, which is pretty cool. But Yeah, yeah. So there's some cool places in Edinburgh. I don't know if you've visited them or not. Uh, there's uh, Barney's down in South Hall in you Edinburgh. Barney's? No. Barney's is a traditional open fermenter brewery. And oh, it's really? okay. yeah, like and old it's school, old school. Old school, and yeah, it's yeah. A, it's attached to the pub. Believe it or not, called the Royal Dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there, it's 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 an old little carriage house that I think they used as a dairy or whatever else, so they converted it into a brewery. It's actually mm-hmm. really really cool. And the other one, uh, I I found them two years ago when I was there. Um, it's a uh, Pilot Brewing, and I these. Know, uh, is that the one that's that they're affiliated with? Um, uh, what's the one? What Brewdog? Not Brewdog. Um, uh, not Howgate. What are they called now? I can't He's remember. Are they affiliated with with a different breweries? Is, is okay. No, they're totally on their own. Uh, when I first saw them two years ago, uh, they're in uh, a really small one kind of one bay store like warehouse uh getting ready to move into a bigger facility with more kit and everything else and when they moved they were like yeah we're gonna have a tap room so silly me uh when we go back again for my 20th wedding anniversary with my wife well the guy said they're gonna have a tap room let's go for a walk and i know where they are okay so we're walking all over the place get there no freaking tap room and it started to rain and my wife's like i freaking hate you (laughs) Be, you, need, you need the layers if you're going to walk around anywhere else Scotland. So. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So now that we've uh, kind of geeked out a bit, I'm probably will geek out a little bit along the way. Let's dive into our lists. So sure. what do you, so I'll let you start off. What do you got so far? Um, so what, what, you want to look for stuff under a hundred bucks? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the good thing is I, I'm, I'm trying to keep all the stuff that, that we do through the shop. Uh, we use really good high quality apparel um, I'm not trying to use the cheapest thing possible and sell for the biggest profit margin. Um, 
I'm very I'm very picky about clo about clothes that I wear that I wear the, the the kind of fit the quality and stuff like that. So like these uh, these brewery crew necks have been doing really well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have two style there's two styles on our website right now. We actually we launched them a week uh, is that a week ago now Maybe about a week or two weeks ago. Um, I had a small batch from there's only about a dozen. We sold out of them almost instantly. So okay. they're they're now in the pre-orders now. So there's two different kinds. There's a black with, with yellow, and then there's a, a gray one that has that has black. Okay. Um, so those 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 crew necks are open right now until the end of this week, and then they go to manufacturing, and then I'll have more of them on the shop uh, beyond that. And these guys go for fifty five fifty four ninety nine. Oh, cool. That's not yeah. bad at all. No, so I mean we, I, I try and keep everything pretty affordable at this point too. So. Okay. So if you're looking at roughly around say like the fifty five between say the $50 range. So what I found, um, if you're a home brewer, and this is mm -hmm. away from the apparel stuff, is yeah. this, if you're a home brewer and you're looking for feedback or benefits and all that, the American Homebrewers Association, the membership is about, I believe, $50 Canadian. And mm -hmm. there you have access to a whole bunch of um, knowledge not only from say like people who are like, posting whatever else, but there's also recipes. There's learn how to, they do a learn to brew day virtually, believe it or not, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and yeah, is, a, is a membership service, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's, a, it's an actual membership to yeah. a digital, to a digital online world, but they actually do. Um, if you're in the States, they actually do meetups uh, when, things aren't locked down. <laughs> they actually do uh, lockups. They sponsor uh, BJCP uh, training. Uh, they actually give you directions on how to do the Cicerone program. Nice. Uh, uh, lots of discounts on, on some great books and, uh, and also some of the shirts that they offer as well. So yeah, it has some great benefits there. Um, or if you really want to keep true to say things like, for brewing, uh, you can go and get someone uh, a beginner all grain kit. Brooklyn Brew Shop. Exactly. Brooklyn Brew Shop. Yeah, I mean that's um, I started with a, with a Mr. Beer kit way way back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a Christmas present that opened up the you know Hell's Gate of getting into brewing. So <laughs> um, <laughs> once I, I mean once I got in once I, I took that step towards all grain, I got one of those. Uh, I think it was Everyday IPA. The Brooklyn. Uh, okay. Brooklyn Brew Shop beer making kits. Yep. And I still have some of the kit, the, uh, like the fermenters and stuff like that. And I still use them all the time. And I've, I've bought those, those same, those same kits for a number of people in my family before too as presents. Yeah. So when I started out, my wife bought me the beginner kind of homebrew kit where it was the carboy and the plastic bucket and the bucket didn't come with a lid, but it had an airlock. And I'm like, how's that supposed to work? <laughs> so <laughs> like, mm, something's not right. Um, and at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm making beer. This is great. And you just mix it all together, do your thing. Don't worry about temperature control. Don't worry about shit getting into it, whatever else. And I'm like, I don't think it's supposed to be growing mushrooms. <laughs> so I was like. Mm. That's just called Brett. It's fine. Right on. So um, I'm, I'm going to start on my list. I'm going to start a little lower on stuff. Some things that people can use like every day, kind of like, like, or wear every day uh, for, for use every day. I've got things like a themed coffee cup, which you can get for probably online for about 10, 10 bucks. You can get it personalized with the person's name or mm -hmm. pretty much every home brewer I know has a name for their home brewery. I mean, mine's called dog hair because I've got three dogs and no matter what I do, 
there's dog hair there's everywhere. I, I, own a, I own a German Shepherd. I'm in, I'm in that same world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have a 110-pound Husky Shepherd, so I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're We're saying. We're the same language here. There you go. Or, um, or if you want to make sure um, they have enough equipment, you could always just get them a, a hydrometer with a test chart. Now, those that runs between 15 and 20 bucks. A um, refractometer would be a good idea, too. A refractometer. Yeah, those are about, yeah. what, 30 uh yeah but it must be about that 29 30 bucks yeah. yep or I, ironically i've got i've been my brother got me one for christmas a number of years ago so yeah have you used it yeah all the time oh see yeah. i haven't I, I i've never thought about getting one because i i use a, a tilt hydrometer yeah and i just drop that in so then i get my temperature and the actual gravity reading so yeah. i'll use my hydrometer after i'm taking my notes i'm like okay so i'm like I'm going to see actually how far off from reading this thing once I drop the tilt into it. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm usually off like four or five points by when I, when I read it. Cause when it reads it, it's like, Oh, it, it is where it's supposed to be. I'm like, okay, well I'm blind go figure guy with glasses. That's always, that's always a, a total barrel of monkeys. If you ask a brewer like, Oh, so do you prefer like a hydrometer refractometer? And then just the argument ensues. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, I admit it. I'm a, I admit it. I'm a gadget geek. So I, I love, toys I, I love things that you can play with and learn new things or hook up to a phone or your computer and things like that i love stuff like that um but not everyone is is like that so you know some people will actually like um writing stuff down and things like that so maybe a beer journal i mean there are some ones where they're specifically for beer uh i think they're about 30 bucks uh online uh, i think you can get them through amazon and they have it all right down where you can re- keep all your notes it's all done like a like a regular journal and things like that are i think are pretty cool have you uh you know if you go to there's a really good podcast called basic brewing okay uh, the, um what's the guy's name james spencer steve wilkes uh basic brewing they have a it's, a, it's a, an audio podcast and video podcast mm-hmm. they actually have a branded uh, beer recipe logbook. Oh, cool. On their website. And I'm, I think it's 20 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. And they do uh, they do a little bit of everything on the podcast and stuff, too. So definitely worth checking that out. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else do you have on your list? Of what kind of stuff, though? Anything. Doesn't like matter. Toys for, me, toys for brewing? Toys for brewing, toys for wearing, whatever. Uh, well, I just purchased myself a toy for brewing. I, I bought a, a brew bucket. Oh, uh, SS brew bucket. That's what that was. That's my, I'm waiting for it to show up in the mail right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for, for a fermenter, I've been using plastic carboys for far too long. And I want something a little bit more robust and a little bit more yeah, yeah. Like, easier to clean. Um, I do, I, going back to what I said earlier, I brew a lot of Saison, so I tend not to overly clean my, uh, my fermenters because I kind of want the yeast cultures to kind of stay in there yeah. and, and build a little house culture on its own. So, but I think a, a, a steel fermenter for 200 bucks for a brew bucket, three and a half gallons, I think it is, is phenomenal. Nice. So for me, it's a, um, <clears throat> I use the uh, Firmzilla, which is uh, by Keglin. It's a, it's a plastic conical with a collection jar on the bottom. With, with oh, the I think I've seen those. They're like red, right? They're like, yeah, nope, they're, they're clear plastic. Okay. And they have like a, a dump valve on them and everything else. I'm going to look that up while you talk. Uh, actually, it's, they're great. And you can pressure ferment in them. Oh, really? Okay. So that's how I'm being able to Turn oh, a lot, I've, okay. I've been able to turn a lot of beers around pretty quick is that once I put everything in, I put the spunding valve on and they're all 
preset to say 12 PSI. So mm -hmm. once it hits there, and as soon as the, it starts to go over it, the spending valve lets it go out and no harm, no foul. And if you have a, and if you have a kegerator or let's made of a, a normal sized fridge, you can actually make a little platform for it to stand on or put the whole thing in. And then you can use it as your serving vessel because you can hook your CO2 cylinder up to it, pressurize it and carbonate in it, reduce the pressure in it once it's done carbonating. And there's your serving vessel. Put a floating dip tube in it, Bob's your uncle. And you can even, I see it has a yeast, a yeast valve too, so you can actually yeah, yeah. harvest the yeast pretty easily. It's great, and you can even dry hop with it because uh, I have a separate uh, collection jar with a gas valve or gas um, uh, ball lock uh, post on it. So I'll hook the gas up, fill it with CO2 once it's connected, and I'll purge it, and then I'll open the dump valve. Hey, I've just dry hopped. It's, it's really easy. But I'm already looking at upgrading to a new brewing system and I've been searching high and low for it, but I can't for the life of me anywhere in Canada. I cannot find a 65 liter Robo Brew Brewzilla anywhere. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, did I not see that's wrong? I, I mean, brewing? Uh, Ontario brew kegs doesn't carry it. Toronto brewing. I don't think carries it. They carry the 35 liter, uh, which is what, Oh, uh, the 27 or whatever. That's which the new one is the one you're looking for, right? Yeah, the new 65 Brusilla, which is like uh, the equivalent to the um, Grandfather G70. The, the 70, yeah, the big league one. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Grandfather myself. It's, it's, uh, it's, been, it's phenomenal, um, especially um, being a dad and having kids. I can just have the app and, you know, I'm sitting on the couch. I can build a recipe, which is super handy. And then during brew day, it's just like, hey, you know, add some mm -hmm. hops. Cool. Pull in the garage, put hops in. Give a stir back yeah. inside, family time, get the alert, go outside. <laughs> um, and, and one thing that, that, that's been really, I think, it, it sounds silly because I don't think everybody really does it, but I think that's been really game changing for my brewing is uh, being able to step mash and really easily step mash. I don't, I don't have to keep, you know, monitor the heat, check the temperature, monitor the heat, check the temperature. Like, it's, just, it's just easy. You just program it in and it just hits all, all the right, yeah. the right, uh, the right, the key uh, steps you put into it. So. Yeah, I could do that with the RoboBrew too. Uh, it, got, it has six, six different steps in it. So mm -hmm. I can pre-program the, the temperature for the duration and then it just goes from there, which is fantastic. I really haven't done that because when I'm brewing, well, it's my time to escape reality. <laughs> <laughs> and I hang out in the garage with music or I have friends over and uh, they, they're wanting to learn how to make beer. So I'm teaching them at the same time. So my day is, my day is all about beer. So it's, I mean, what more could you want really? You know what I mean? So um, what else do you have for possible toys for toy ideas for, for the guys? Do you think? Oof. I, see, that's that's always wide open with that. Um, ah, I mean, I, here we go. You know what's uh, actually you know what's, what would, would be really cool um, is the Scar. I think Scarman Labs might still be doing their subscription on that, where they send you their their samples every month. Is that not? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask Richard. They had a. I'm pretty sure they have. Uh, this is going to go on a, a totally different tangent. That's okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had either a camera. I, I feel like it's an subscription. A subscription. I might be messing this up now. Um, or you're on the test. You add on to their. You join their like their test. Uh, their test yeast strain, and they mm -hmm. send you all these strains that they're testing, and you can try them out and uh, send your data in. Nice. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to look that out. 
Yeah, don't, don't take my word for it yet. I might be elaborating uh, on what they uh, have. <laughs> well, I know they have some cool things like that. I'll be I'll be emailing Richard Priest, uh, who is the, one of the co- one of the founders of Escarpment Labs, and go, Yo, Richard, why didn't you tell me about this? Because <laughs> I'd be all over like a dirty shirt. I might I might be mistaken now, but I'm pretty sure they had something like that at one point. Okay, so I'm looking at things like maybe um, if someone wants to carry a bunch of beer bottles or cans around, like a, a like like a beer caddy, like those little wooden crates that you all like look carries like a six or a twelve pack in them. Yeah. They're about, they're maybe about forty five fifty bucks, and there's a if you have bottles, it comes with a bottle opener and things like that. Pick them on the side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know a good spot for those is if you go to um, uh, Winners. Winners always seems to have those little caddy things. They're like ten bucks, and they're like super nice. Yeah. fancy display ones but they're you know okay i got a buddy who makes them and uh, and then he'll he'll brand them for whatever style or, or name that you want which is pretty cool so stay tuned guys i'll get a hold of my buddy bernie tessier if you guys want to get some of those beer guys i'll hook you up with that stuff too um i'm also looking at things like like stainless steel mash paddles those things are yeah. are, are, are they're a must they're i mean essential, yeah yeah uh, i i've i've lost track of how many plastic spoons i've broken um <laughs> I, I won't lie i, I broke a mash pa- a wooden mash paddle maybe a year ago and and the whole time uh, since I, I just got to steal one recently i was using a little a red betty crocker spoon for my <laughs> my mash paddle for a good year and a bit there uh, i mean it worked it worked it looked really silly but hey <laughs> yeah all right all right so so betty crocker spoons are a good gift idea <laughs> So for me, um, when I started back uh, into brewing last year, there what was last August? Yeah, last August. I was making, believe it or not, I was making a s'mores stout. So it was like a pretty high gravity uh, beer. It was going to come in at about eight or nine percent, and I'm like, it had graham crackers in it. It had chocolate. You name it, it was in it. And the, the grain bill was so large. I was like, oh, okay. Getting in there with that plastic spoon. I'm like, okay, it's going good so far. And I want snap. I'm like, this is going to be interesting trying to find that plastic piece. <laughs> so I'm in there. <laughs> I'm digging, trying to find that plastic piece to get it out. So another thing, another association you might, uh, for people want to look at, other than the American homebrewers, is the Canadian Homebrewers Association. Their oh. membership is about, I believe, 25 bucks, and you still get things uh, like for competitions, they hold webinars. Uh, they actually had their first uh, virtual brew- brewing conference um, here, HomebrewCon here in uh, Canada, uh, which hopefully next year they're going to actually have an actual physical location and go from there. Um, Kathy Yin is, uh, Yin Lee is the or Yan Lee. I always get her last name wrong. She's going to probably kick my ass later. Um, um, she's the president of it. And they, uh, they have a wealth of knowledge between everyone who's there. They have people from the GTA brews, uh, van brewers, uh, you name it. They're all there. And they have some really cool people coming and doing the webinars. I think the latest one was a guy talking about mead. So, I mean, I'm not a never made it actually yeah i'm not a i mean i don't mind it but it's not necessarily something i always want to say i'm gonna have a big glass of mead i mean to me it's it's fermented sugar water but Uh, yeah it's it's too sweet for my palate exactly i mean i like a little bit that multi bitterness in there so Mm -hmm. so that's just me so there's things like education gifts 
Ooh, there we go. There we go. So what do you have in mind? Uh, what about doing your level one Prud'homme beer, beer enthusiasts? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking... Has those, the courses are available online now. You just do it in your own house. I, I went through that already. It was good. All right. And I was thinking maybe BJCP training. BJCP, so yeah, yeah, that's also really cool too. Yeah. I was thinking about doing the BJCP just so, you know, I can understand beer better. I mean, making beer, you, you, you see one side of it, but you really don't understand what it's like to actually judge it and see the, what the, the complexities are. Does it meet a certain style? Does it not meet the style? What are people doing to, that are, that's innovative to make it, um, a l- make it a little faster, a little better and things like that. But yeah, absolutely. Even the Cicerone program would be kind of cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much uh, one for, for knowledge and education. I think like uh, being a home brewer and like I worked as a bartender for years and years and years. And I like, you know, whiskey and beer and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I, I think it, as soon as I actually did my Prudhomme course and actually learned a little bit of the history, a little bit of serving techniques and all that kind of stuff put together. Uh, I think that really helped expand my knowledge with it and give me a deeper understanding of the brewing side of it too, which was actually really good. Okay. Um, books are also a really good thing. There's a wide variety of books that can range from anywhere, say you think from $18 to 45 or more. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a wide range of books being. Of course, I, I, I got lots of books too. I, I love to talk about books. Oh God. I, <laughs> I, I, I live by these books because um, if I'm ever curious about a certain style of beer, uh, yeah. I'll go and I'll go to these books and I'll compare what they're saying I'm like, all right, so I'll meet in the middle and go from there. Uh, that's where I actually learned to actually make a lot of my recipes is by these books. It's like, okay, so they're saying, say 10 pounds here. They're saying 15. Let's meet in the middle. Let's say 11 and we'll go with that. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, well, I don't necessarily like the type of hops they're using. Well, let's see what, let's go into what Yakima Chief's app. Yes, Yakima Chief, I've tried many times to get you on the show. Hope you're listening because I want you on the show. I'm shameless. Not a sponsor yet. I'm shameless. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll look to see what the equivalent is. And, yeah. and if it's the same kind of profile in the alpha assets, then I'll, bring, I'll use that. So, oh, so again, with the, with the education part, um, a lot of, if you don't keep notes like manually, like you write them down, uh, brewing software is a good thing to have. And, it, and a lot of it, it's subscription based because it's all, mm-hmm. all cloud based. So Beersmith, uh, uh, Brewer's Friend, Brewfather, those are the big three I find. I use uh, Brewer's Friend and I find with their calculators and recipe builders and everything else, it's, it's great. Uh, they have an option where you could actually put all your inventory for and what you spend yeah, yeah, uh, I've seen that one. Yeah. in there and it's, and it calculates the cost for you. And is it Bruce friend that has the, the thing where you can build your recipe and order it right from the app? Is that yet? Or is that Beersman? I can't remember which one No, it is. that's Brewer's friend. Because okay, yeah. you can say, well, I need this, this, and this, and they'll find the local homebrew store and then they'll fire it out to them. They'll build it and then they'll send it to you. Nice. Yeah. I have that app on my phone. I, I was using that until I got the, I was using Brewtoad many moons ago until they disappeared and I lost all my recipes in there. Oh no. And then I was using Brewer's friends. And then uh, now I've sort of moved into the grandfather app too, which is nice. Yeah. So if you look online now, I'll bet you anything Brewer's friend and Brewfather actually probably have a, like a Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal going on for their membership. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know the one that I have, it's uh, their 
premium version and I believe it's 25 bucks American. So you're probably looking about 30, $35 Canadian. And it's, it's a great piece of equipment. It's honestly, I I'll go in there, go into their forums and say, Hey guys, I'm looking at doing this. What do you think? And they're like, yeah, check this out. I'm like, Oh, this is great. Uh, it's like having a whole different community that you can re- reach out to uh, and go from there. I mean, here in Ottawa, our homebrew club is the, is the members of Barley Mint and it's basically web-based. So there's very few meetups and, and all that, which. That's, it's hard now too, especially like yeah. we, we sort of here in the tiny Milton, we sort of started a, a homebrewers club online and then COVID hit and we've never actually hung out <laughs> yeah really we still help each other out and stuff like that online which is good so right on yeah. so anything else you can think of what do you have new coming online for your shop um we just did a bunch of releases so um the brewery cornex is the newest one right now um i did an indigenous uh, brew collab which is really really cool um so there's some genuine artwork we put together uh, it's, kind of, it's a bit of an, an awareness and fundraiser um, so if you pre-order one of the, one of the crew necks, um, we're donating a, port, a portion of that towards um, Thunder Woman uh, Healing Lodge to help, okay. uh, help elevate people in the community and stuff like that. Um, and also just to kind of spread awareness around Indigenous brewers that we have in the province that kind of, I think they sort of fly under the radar a little bit, but want to bring awareness and knowledge to them. So. Nice, nice. So that's pretty much all that I have, exactly. I mean, if you really want to spend some money, you can get some personalized glasses, some sample glasses. I mean, a good um, uh, sommelier glass or IPA glass goes a long way. Absolutely, those, those are always good things to have. Just um, put them on a high shelf. Don't let anybody else touch them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my IPA glass bit the dust because my son dropped it by accident, so I had to go get. And then there's the thin glass too, so it was like get the vacuum out because I don't want the dogs getting that in their paws. So. But it happens. But there's that's a lot of the stuff that I have. I mean, if you're going to buy a lot of, the, say, things like glasses or T-shirts, go check out Chris for shirts and things like that over at High Gravity Supply Co. But if you want T-shirts as well uh, that are for your local brewery or the glasses, go check them out. Support Support your local guy. Help them out because with these times right now, it is really hard on everybody, not just, you know, one or two people it's hard on everybody across the board i mean we all have to come together to help each other out to get through all this so help local support local keep chris in business because you know i like his stuff and i'm gonna have to go online and buy a bunch of stuff now so yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think too with, with local stuff too it's uh, it's important people see the difference of buying brewery direct and not just at the lcbo right I mean, even though you might be able to get the same beer, but like a beer from the you know, like let's say, you know, Collective Arts, for example, it's, yeah. it's better to buy them directly from their brewery than buy at the LCBO. But either way, it's still supports. Exactly. Yeah. So that's all I have for my list and things like that. I mean, I could ramble on about toys and things like that, but I don't know. I mean, I'm already looking at like other, if I can't find that 65 liter RoboBrew, I'm looking at possibly going to a three vessel SS Brewtech system. So we'll, I don't know how much that's going to hurt, but we'll see. But yeah, uh, space for it, why not, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I have a whole garage. I mean, my 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 son's 19, my daughter's 16. So basically, I really don't see my car anymore. So <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just the way it is. What but, you're saying is they're kind of helping give you the room to fit that in the garage. Oh, I've already told them they don't have a choice. 
That's I'm, I'm slowly taking over that space. I'm getting ready to put up a banner on the back wall that's for the home brewery and things like that. So, so that's all I have. Chris, thanks a lot for being on the show. Greatly appreciate Greatly appreciate it. We'll have to have you back on, on again when we have a few more people online and just do a round table, a bunch of and just geek out over beer because well, you know um, I had something fun I was going to throw out and I put this on social media and I'll tag you on it sure um, so have you ever brewed a kitchen sink beer you know when there. you kind of look at all the stuff you sort of have left yeah. you a, little bit, a little bit of this malt a little bit of that malt a little bit of this and try and come up with some recipes yeah um, so I have a kitchen sink beer that I'm going to brew sometime soon because I have a bunch of just random you know extra uh, malts that i bought like i bought you know a pound for this beer but i only needed you know a quarter of a pound. Ah, okay i got all the stuff sitting around so i'm going to throw in a little a little uh con not really a contest but uh, a little a little fun game on, on social media just to ah. put out all the ingredients i have and just see what brewers come up with for uh for what for what we can kind of make out of it so all right i'm down i'll give it a go let's see what i see what i can like pull out of my gray matter even though it's half fried but we'll see <laughs> So a lot yeah. of fun random random malts that you probably never really use for more than one beer style. <laughs> That's the story of my life downstairs right now in my basement. My shelf, my grain shelf. I've got like carafa, uh, Caraform, Crystal Light. You, my boss gave me like a quarter of a bag of uh, Black Patent, and I'm like, what am I gonna do with all this? Yeah, you only need like <laughs> the smallest amount of it, but you got <laughs> exactly sitting around, right? Exactly. Yeah. So. I'm going to say that's it for now. Chris, thank you very much. Uh, guys, go check out Chris over at High Gravity Supply Co. They have some really cool stuff, and it's a really cool uh, shop that he has. Go check him out. Um, do you actually have a physical store, or is it all online? No, uh, only web-based. Only web-based. All right. Yeah. Go check um, him out. I was on- doing some pop-ups, but, you know. All right, go check them out online. Uh, check them out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and whatever else you can find them on for platforms. Plug them. Love them. It's great stuff. And also look at some of the collabs that he's done with some really great initiatives and people like that, especially the one for the indigenous people. You gotta, we, we gotta support everybody. And again, thanks a lot for coming along for the ride and a beer or two along the way. And once more run the sun, Chris, thanks a lot, man. And we'll be in touch and we'll, yeah, we'll talk more about this kitchen sink. <laughs> I'll take you on. It'll be fun. All right, brothers. Talk to you later. All right. Take care. So I'd like to say thank you to Chris for being on the show this week. Really appreciate it. High Gravity uh, Supply Co. is really cool. And they got some really interesting stuff there. Uh, some Also, some really good ideas for the uh, holidays. So go check them out. Uh, let them know I sent you. Who knows? Maybe they'll do something nice for you. And again, guys, thanks. A, thank you once again for uh, coming along for the ride and beer two along the way. It's greatly appreciated. So don't forget... Leave me a review on uh, Facebook, on uh, Instagram, on whatever it is that you use for your podcasting. It goes a long way. And also, just so you know, uh, I am now going to be uh, having some shirts for sale. So if you're interested, drop me online and uh, I'll send you a picture of it and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, they're going to be a limited release for right now. And uh, if there's a lot of interest, I'll, uh, maybe I'll have more. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. And I'll see you on the other side.